Welcome into the Landry Football Podcast. This is the Landry Football Podcast Network. We broke down in our last podcast the most improved teams, we think, in the AFC. Now that we've got the draft, most of free agency behind us, most important part. Still got some work left to be done. There's some other teams that have done a good job than the ones we're going to mention. But I did three in the AFC. And if you hadn't had a chance to listen to that, go back and check that out. You can get even more detail on this over at LandryFootball.com, where we break down the game of football, uh, college and NFL, from a coaching, scouting, and front office perspective. So make sure that you check it out today and uh, take advantage of our scouting season offer. It'll take you through an entire 12 months. Um, If you want to try it out for a month or six months, you can do that as well. Subscribe, like, and share to this Landry Football Podcast Network so that you don't miss any of our football shows. Now I want to talk about maybe three teams that stood out to me in the NFC that perhaps have improved themselves uh, in the NFC. Not Again, not a complete list. And there are others that were close and deserving, but yeah, I'm going to stop at three that jumped out. Um, the first team I'm going to mention, no one in the NFC is going to like hearing this. Philadelphia Eagles lost a lot this offseason, but they immediately replenished with some key in-house signings. They re-signed Jason Kelsey at center. They convinced Darius Slay to sign an extension after they requested a trade and locked up Jalen Hurts for the long haul. So they've got that out of the way. So they created, they got a deal done, which is inevitable for Jalen Hurts. Some may say it's too quick. It would have been way more costly next year. (coughs) Trust me. And it creates a little bit more uh, cap room as they can prorate that a bit. In the draft, they added young players. Look, if Jalen Carter has got his act together, he may be as good a player as he was in this draft. There's a risk, inherent risk, but in terms of talent, outstanding. Then with the second first-round pick, they got edge rusher Nolan Smith, his teammate. Uh, I mean, you've got two guys that this is Hassan Reddick 2.0, and then you got Jalen Carter, who at his best, if he's got his head on straight, you're talking about another Chris Jones. You're talking about one of the elite players. On top of that, they got the running back room better. They acquired DeAndre Swift from the Lions, giving them a shifty back to go alongside Gainwell and Penny. We know what Swift can do running the football, but he can catch the football out of the backfield. Another dynamic element they've added to their offense. Um, they've re-signed players, extended others. And, oh, by the way, should I remind you that they went to the Super Bowl last year? Got Mariota and Penny and uh, Dan Arnold, Nicholas Morrow, James Barberry, Slade, Greedy Williams is at it, Trail Edmonds, Justin Evans, some other guys. So, you got to like where they were, but this is not about where they were. This is about what they did to improve their team. Kind of scary when you think about it. Doesn't mean it guarantees them a division title or a Super Bowl rebirth, but they certainly have the personnel to do it, at least going in. And injuries, of course, have a lot to do with that. Hey, don't look now. Like what the Chicago Bears did. They made a key decision prior to the draft. They built a team around Justin Fields. Okay, they traded out of the number one pick. They weren't going to go get the best guy in this draft. They thought the guy that they had is the guy. Now, if they're right, they feel like they've got someone that can do things like Jalen Hurts can do and can even be more dynamic. We'll see. 
time will tell. They addressed the receiver position, getting DJ Moore out of the trade with Carolina, who's proven number one guy. And they can build the rest of that room around. Defensively, they added linebackers Tremaine Edmonds from the Bills, TJ Edwards from the Eagles. They got deeper, younger, and faster. They got players who have proven that they can win. They lost a ton of close games last year, did the Bears. With the absence of Aaron Rodgers in the North, they made a dramatic improvement, putting them in a good spot to compete in the NFC North this year. Look, the Lions are going to be the apple of everybody's eye. They certainly have a lot going for them as well. The Vikings are good, but certainly nothing special. They're not a dangerous team. They're just, if anything, a solid, good team. The Packers are rebuilding regardless how they phrase it or say it. So the Packers and the Vikings are some level of good, but the teams to look out for in the NFC North this year are the Bears and the Lions. How much improved will the Bears be? Or the Lions, you don't pick up where you left off last year, but they finish strong. And let's see if they can build upon it. Bears on the lines are going to be a lot of fun, a lot of credit to the Bears, who I thought had a really good offseason. Add a boy to the Atlanta Falcons. Um, you can look at the NFC South quickly. The Bucs have a big loss at quarterback and big question marks at quarterback. They could go from first to last like that. The Saints have a good roster. And they added Derek Clark. He will determine a lot of where they go. The Panthers get their quarterback of the future in Bryce Young. How quickly can he develop? I do like the Saints and the Panthers better than I do the Falcons. The Falcons have a long ways to go, but this is not the best teams. This is the most improved. It will depend a lot on how good Desmond Ritter will be. He's a second-year player without much experience, but they are committed to him. But this is most improved. I still don't think the Falcons are a playoff team. I still don't like them as much as I like the Saints or the Panthers. But I thought they really improved. They are a running the football identity team. And they're going to be physical up front. Um, they signed Chris Lindstrom to an extension. They brought back Caleb McCary this offseason. Uh, they drafted B. John Robinson, who's a special running back. Um, and this is they're going to run the football, and they're going to run it. Now, can their defense hold up to allow this team to be able to run the football in the second half of games? Or are they going to be trailing about 13 points and have to abandon it? That's going to be the key. But this team is going to be equipped and prepared to run the football with a dynamic run. Now, I do think they've improved their defense. Trading for a guy like Jeff Okuda to pair with A.J. Carroll. Like that. When you look at the offensive-minded league, you got to be able to cover. Adding Jesse Bates gives a proven player who can make plays in the pass game solid run defense. Okay, so that gives them three guys that can cover and play well against really good NFC South receivers. They've added a veteran presence in Bud Dupree and Calais Campbell. Um, I think they've helped themselves. I don't know if they've moved themselves too far upward in terms of wins in their division, 
But I think they can be competitive. I think they can beat some people. Uh, again, the quarterback situation is going to determine how much better. If Desmond Ritter can play pretty well, um, that defense can stay healthy um, and be a little bit better. They'll be able to run the football and keep themselves in games. The issue is they can't give up big plays, explosive plays, which they've tried to address, as I've alluded to, with their defense. If they can stay in games, they're going to run the football, control the football, and maybe have some easy plays in the passing game for Ritter to make. I like what they've done. I'm not selling you on the Falcons as a team to watch as a playoff run. I am selling you on the fact that I think that this is a really good offseason for them and a step in the right direction. In a division where you can make some hay, look out. Maybe they can stay in this race. We'll see. Hey, folks, we've got greater detail on this information as well as other NFL and college football information over at LandryFootball.com. So take advantage of our scouting season offer today. It'll take you 12 months to 12 months of our um, – 12 months of, through the rest of the offseason, all the way through next football season, all the game breakdowns, you name it, we got it, all the way through next football season. LandryFootball.com is where you want to go uh, and take advantage of our scouting season offer. Uh, if you want to try it out for a month or six months, you can do that as well. Those options are available. Uh, also, a reminder to subscribe, like, and share for free the Landry Football Podcast Network wherever you get your podcasts um, so that you don't uh, – miss any of our football shows um the landry football podcast network is where you want to go hey uh we'll be back talking more football uh next time we appreciate you joining us today uh have a great one and uh see you over at the landry football podcast network and at landryfootball.com